All across the world, seasons are changing. We are transitioning into a new period of where and when and how we take photos changes. Whether that's fall into winter, winter into spring, spring into summer, summer into fall. All over the world, these seasons are changing. And it is during this time of transitions that I think this is a great opportunity to look over the gear you have and what shape it is in. I always make sure to look carefully over my gear during this time period and make sure that I've got everything ready for whatever the upcoming season is going to be. So today on the podcast, I thought we would talk about seasonal transitions in photography and what you should do at the start of each new season to ensure you and your kit are ready to go. I'm your host, Robert Massey, and this is episode 38 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. This podcast is the educational arm of Robert Massey Photography, my adventure content creation firm. If you want to follow our journey, you can do so on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography. Now, on with the show. Right now in Calgary, we are transitioning from fall into winter, which means colder outdoor shoots, earlier sunsets, later sunrises, and fewer daylight hours. It also means I need a totally different gear bag than what I need in the fall. Because I have to put together a whole new kit bag anyway, I take this opportunity to look over my entire kit, do a deep clean, and make sure everything is ready to go. I basically take inventory. I do this four times a year, and it typically takes me about half a day. But then I don't really need to think about it again until the next seasonal change starts to hit, so it's well worth the time investment for me. And it should be for you as well. We need to take care of our gear. We expect it to be there to create art for us, so we should give it a little bit of attention in return, and maybe a little bit of gratitude as well. So today I'm going to go over the five steps I take during every seasonal transition to make sure that the gear I was just using is still in good shape and to make sure the gear I will be using is ready to go. So let's lay right into it right now. Step number one, lay out everything you need. I start by gathering and laying out all the gear I've used in the previous season and all the gear I will need in the upcoming season. This includes cameras, lenses, tripods, lights, filters, medical kits, backpacks, straps, clothing, shoes, camping gear, accessories, anything that I was taking out into the field with me and anything that I was relying upon to be able to do my work, I bring out. And yeah, this turns into a lot of stuff being out, but it really helps me to get everything organized and to make sure nothing is getting left behind that I need to think about. So I typically put everything into their categories, like camera and lenses being together, backpacks in another pile, footwear in another. This really helps me keep track of where everything is and what it is, and it makes step number two way easier. Step number two is actually taking inventory. After getting everything brought out and organized, I take an inventory of what is there and compare it to my previous inventory. I do this to keep track of all my gear, partially for insurance purposes, because this really helps if anything ever happens to my kit. I know exactly what I had, what shape it was in, if I needed to replace or not. This is great for insurance. And I partly need to know this for what I need to have replaced, what needs to be looked at again. It's super helpful to have this list of what inventory you have and the gear you have. So the first time you're doing this, create a spreadsheet that has the following categories. Item, such as camera body, lens, etc. 
the trade name, so Canon R5, Sony A7 III, whatever the trade name is for the item. Column 3 is a serial number if the item has one. Column 4 is the condition the item is in. Column 5 is the issue that it has if there is one, such as a hole in the arm from a tree branch, a worn out shoe sole, lost lens hood, just whatever issues that item might have. Column number six is the expiry date, and this is great for things like bear spray and anything in my med bag always gets the expiry date written down so that I know if I look at that inventory list, I go, oh, that's expired. Okay, I need to go get a new one or something like that. And the last category is if it needs replacing in a simple yes, no. And if it does need replacing, once you get it, what did you replace it with? Did you replace it with the same item? Did you replace it with something different? Just put down what you replaced this item with. Now you can definitely go more in depth with these lists if you like, such as color or the year purchased, but these basic categories should do for now. If you've never taken an inventory of your gear before, this spreadsheet is super helpful to do. If you have, you probably have your own list going on, so bring out your own inventory list right now. Now if this is your first time taking inventory, this is going to take a lot longer than if you have an inventory list, but it's good to have put together. So use this spreadsheet, go through all your gear, and label it, look at the condition, do everything that you need to do, write down serial numbers, make sure that it's all tracked into your inventory. Because this really helps keep track of everything and give you insight into how your gear is wearing and how often you are replacing it. This is great for budgets because you can approximate how often you will be buying things like shoes, backpacks, and then even the small things like band-aids and duct tape. Are you gonna be replacing these things every year, every few months? Knowing this will help you understand how much you need to set aside each month in your budget to be able to buy more of these products that you need for the work you're doing. And this is one of the largest parts of this inventory process. It's looking at how each item wears and tears. Look for things like dents or scratches on gear, holes in clothes, shoes and backpacks, scuffs and wear patterns, just anything that indicates how any item has been used and the condition it is in. I usually rate these items from excellent to fair to destroyed. Destroyed typically means the item is going in the garbage or is being upcycled into something new or different, and I will have to decide how to replace it in my kit bag. Now, there are a lot of people I know who do inventories on their gear at seasonal changes, things like that, and they don't tend to include clothing in their lists. Well, I make sure to include clothing because it is such an integral part of the kit that you're taking out. It's what you are wearing on your body. It's what's going to protect you from the elements. So I always make sure to have it in there. Now, one of the greatest things about doing this is it's because if I find something wrong with a piece of my clothing, I can typically buy replacements for anything I've ruined, such as a pair of shoes or a jacket or something, over the previous season during clearance sales from that season. So, you know, end of winter sales, if I've ruined my winter boots, I can just buy them during the end of winter sales and get them on a great price. That way, I have them ready to go whenever I need them again, and I get to save a bit of money, and honestly, who doesn't like saving a bit of money? Now, I make sure to do this with the clothing from the upcoming season as well, not because you can save some money on things, you're typically going to pay a premium because it's the clothing for the upcoming season, but I might have forgotten to replace something, or it may have had something happen to it in storage, which is a rare occurrence, but it does happen. And honestly, I make sure I haven't changed size so much that I can't get, say, my pants on or my jacket on or something like that, or if they're going to fall off because I've shrunk out of them. It'd be so bad to go to put my pants on for a big hike and then realize, oh my goodness, they don't stay on anymore because I've shrunk out of them and I don't have time to go to the store before this hike. What am I going to do? So take this opportunity to make sure that your clothing for that upcoming season actually still fits. 
Now, one of the other significant tasks during this inventory process is to look through your med kit. This means pulling everything out, looking at expiry dates, replacing bandages, gauze, or anything else that got used and is low, and just generally making sure that you have what you will need for the upcoming season. Now, for example, I typically take quite a few things to deal with insect bites and stings during the summer, but in the winter, I won't have that stuff in my med bag. I'll focus more on things that can fight off hypothermia and frostbite, so I build med kits that are specific to the season and what we expect to encounter. And obviously, take an inventory of your camera kit, what you've got, how things are looking, just generally take a look at the camera that you're using and all that kind of stuff and make sure that you record those serial numbers before they get rubbed off or before you can't see them anymore so that you can report those to insurance just in case something ever happens. Now, taking an inventory is definitely the most time-consuming part of this process, but it saves you so much time for the rest of the season that honestly the hour or two it takes to do inventory is so well worth the time. All right, we've got the big step out of the way, so let's go to step number three, deep cleaning. After you've taken your inventory, you should know the shape your gear is in, and you should know which items need a good scrubbing and which ones just need to be put through the wash cycle. So scrub the dirt out of buckles and the insoles of shoes, re-waterproof everything. I need to put beeswax on my boots before and after each winter, so get out there and re-waterproof everything the right way. Look up how your product needs to be re-waterproofed. And just generally take care of anything that might cause lasting damage to your gear. You aren't looking to pull stains out or anything like that, but just get the dirt out of and off of places where it may cause that lasting damage. And this is really, really true if you live in an area that uses salt on the sidewalks and roads in the winter and spring, because salt will eat away and corrode pretty much anything. And I guess that would go for the same if you live by the ocean as well. Don't let salt sit on your gear. It will destroy it. Now this is also where I pull out my camera and clean it up thoroughly. So I look to get any excess dirt out of the cracks. I thoroughly clean the filters and lenses, which I do typically before going out shooting, but I take a significant amount of time to make sure they are totally spotless. And then looking for any loose covers on the camera and generally just checking up on the health of my camera and lenses and giving them a little bit of gratitude for all that they give me. Now step number four is a direct look at your camera's health. It's a camera checkup. So in this step, I'll check out how the entire camera is working. So I've already cleaned the exterior of the camera here, looked at the lens, looked at all that kind of stuff, but now I'm looking for any problems with how it is working. So if there are any significant problems, honestly, I should see them while I'm shooting or editing images, but this is where you're looking for those little things that may not be quite working right that you don't necessarily notice every day. So during this checkup, I'll tend to look for things like micro adjustments on the lenses when you're shooting on a DSLR, autofocus speed and accuracy, any sensor spots that might be there that aren't glaringly obvious, so I do that white paper test with my sensor, and any light metering. I need to make sure that that light meter in the camera is still actually measuring light properly. Then I just go through and fire off a few frames and just kind of look at how everything looks, feels, make sure everything is up to snuff and really functioning at the best that it possibly can. And honestly, this is normally a very quick check. I rarely need to fix or look too closely at anything, but I do this anyway because If any one of these things aren't working properly, it could cause serious problems in a shoot. Or it could cause serious problems to the camera itself, so I really don't want that happening. So take a little bit of time here and really give your camera a good checkup. And the last step, step number five, pack it all up. The last step here is pretty apparent, honestly, but make sure you put everything away. I use large water and rodent-resistant containers to store anything I won't be needing for a few months and tuck it out of the way. 
This includes jackets, sleeping bags, backpacks, anything I won't be using. I then put together my kits for the upcoming season. That way I won't need to hunt down things when I need to head out. So I keep med kits for different lengths of trips, like short hikes, day long, multi-day, that kind of stuff, and then split out the clothing into categories of types of days, like it's going to be 10 degrees to 0 degrees Celsius, or it's going to be 0 to like minus 15, or minus 15 to minus 25, or minus 25 and below. All of this is intended for me to be able to just walk out the door without wasting time looking for something, heading to the store to buy it, or forgetting something critical as I'm leaving. Really, those critical things that could cost me a few fingers or possibly my life. And this is really important to me, especially in the winter, when honestly things can go wrong so quickly and so easily. And after I've got everything packed away and my kit's set up for the next season, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get out and adventure and shoot. And I'll be ready for when the previous season rolls around again. To me, this is such an important thing to do during each seasonal shift. You get to know the shape your gear is in and get ready for the upcoming season. You get to see if anything needs to be replaced or fixed or upgraded. You get to think very specifically about the equipment that you are using. And if you take a few minutes here to think very specifically about the equipment you are using, you don't really have to think about it while you're out shooting and creating art. So take a half day and take care of your gear. It gives so much to you. Make sure you give a little something back to it. And that's it. That's all for today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Do you have things you do during the seasonal transitions? Let me know. I'd love to hear all about your cleaning habits for your kit. Or honestly, if you think this is ridiculous and over the top, let me know that too. I just really want to hear from you. And as always, if there is something you would like to learn more about, drop me a line. This podcast is all about teaching you about photography. So if you have something you want to learn, you can send me a message on Instagram at Travel Adventure Photo School or at Robert Massey Photography. For the full show notes for this episode, you can get them on our website at travelandadventurephotographyschool.com and you can also find lots of other information about other great topics that can help improve your photography there as well and all of the previous episodes that we have done. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Enjoy these seasonal transitions. Enjoy these times when the world is halfway in between. Let's get out there and adventure, everyone. Bye for now.